ML Nation, episode 464. It doesn't matter what anyone else tells me. I know I'm going to be successful. So if I can change the amount of certainty in myself, then everything else will shift. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. Hey, ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. Hey, if you feel overwhelmed or lack consistency, we have free resources on our website, mlnation.com, on how to defeat overwhelm, take action, and create consistency. Just head over to mlmnation.com. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fried up to bring our special guest today, a rising star, MLM rising star, Alyssa Farrell. Hey, Alyssa, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready, Simon. Thank you so much. This is amazing. Alyssa Farrell is an MLM rising star. Her mom is Denny Robinson, who's a friend of mine and says, MLM legend with over 20 years of network marketing experience. She's been featured on MLM Nation episode 192 uh, about almost two years ago. Now, even though Alyssa came from that background, her mom was very successful, she was not open to network marketing and wanted to work for, of all places, corporate America instead. Uh. And, then, and then three years ago, something happened when Alyssa turned 24. Um, she decided to give network marketing another look. Today, Alyssa is a full-time MLM leader and recently spoke on the stage on the Rising Stars panel at Every Warrior's Most Powerful Woman event. So Alyssa, I've given ML Nation a brief background, but please share more about like how did you, how did it feel to grow up with your mom being Denny Robinson and exposed to network marketing? Why did you not do it and go to corporate America instead? Oh, man, I wish I would have figured it out a long time ago. That's basically what it comes down to. Um, but really, you know, I, I feel very fortunate. Both of my parents are entrepreneurs, um, very successful entrepreneurs. My, my father owns a traditional business. Uh, he owns a CPA firm, accounting firm in Spokane, Washington. And um, my mom has been in this amazing profession of network marketing for over 20 years. Uh, like you said, Simon, she's been on your podcast before. She's spoken at Eric Worre, um, and she has really been successful. Um, so so I've seen, it's been fun to compare, right? The, the traditional um, business route versus network marketing. I've seen the amount of work, the amount of dedication, the amount of perseverance, and the hours that both really require to build it up, right? And, and neither is easy by any means, and it takes a lot of sacrifice. But over time, I have seen, um, you know, network marketing continues to pay you for the work that you did one year ago, the work that you did two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, what we like to call residual income, right? And even though my dad has owned his CPA firm for many years now, he still has to show up in order to get paid. And he still has to go into work every single day to get paid. And although my mother still works hard, she has been, um, she gets to choose when she works 
She gets to choose where she works. It can be in the comfort of her home. It can be in Australia. It can be in Las Vegas, where we were last weekend. Um, and, you know, my father, he has been very successful in terms of traditional business, very successful. Uh, but what my mom makes in network marketing can, should be considered illegal. Like that's, I mean, it's crazy the kind of income that she's been able to generate. And so I've known for a long time, like you said, I've known for a long time network marketing works. I just didn't know that it worked for me, right? And so um, I went to college. I got a bachelor's degree. I uh, got a job in corporate marketing. But the more I looked around, the more I realized that all of the stories that I saw there in the office were not the stories that I wanted for my own life. And it just blew my mind that no matter how hard I worked, I was raised to be a very hard worker, but no matter how hard I worked, I, I, there was always going to be a cap on what I could generate as far as an income. And I had to be sitting at my desk in order, you know, from eight to five, no matter what. And so I knew that I could do something different because of the, the examples that were set by my parents. And so I remember, you know, during that time, really considering uh, what my options were. And I remember coming across the, the book by Malcolm Gladwell called Outliers. And in that book, he talks about a 10,000 hour rule. And he says that um, uh, an expert in any industry is someone who dedicates 10,000 hours of deliberate practice to become world-class in any field. And as I read that, I remember just this, this big moment where I just, I couldn't imagine being an expert in anything other than time freedom and anything other than residual income. Um, and so uh, it was, it's been fun because I've seen the kind of person that my mom has become as she's been involved in this amazing profession. You know, she's always been an incredible person, incredible mother, but it was funny, my brothers and I started to call her an inspirational quote spitting machine. I mean, she was like personal development on fire. And um, she was traveling the world, um, meeting some amazing people. And everyone that I would meet who was involved in this profession had that same kind of outlook on life. And so it was about three years ago that I finally, finally um, approached my mom and I asked her, I asked her the question, do you think, do you think that I could do what you've done? Do you think that I could create the kind of life that you've been able to create um, and meet the kind of amazing people that you get to meet with every single day? And so that question started about three years ago and it has just been amazing ever since. Really incredible. You said before then uh, you went the corporate route because you think you didn't think network marketing was for you. Right. right. And what aspects? What so, you know, I really love that you asked that question because I was actually, I had quite a few conversations last weekend about this. Um, you know, I grew up in network marketing. Um, and so that was the, that was all that I saw, right? That was the only example that I saw. And to be, if I can be completely honest, I actually, as a young child, I complained about, you know, my mom being on phone calls a lot, right? My mom having to go to meetings, being dragged to all these meetings. And, um, 
And so that was the only example that I had growing up. I never had, you know, this, this person, this parent who worked nine to five job. And so I kind of had to go that route and see what was out there. I had to explore the possibilities. And at the end of the day, when I explored all other possibilities, I recognized that all of the sacrifices that my mom had made so many years prior were really just her paving a path for me, for her paving this path for me to follow, um, that she had made those mistakes along the way. She had learned, she had grown, um, and, and all of those sacrifices were so well worth it because over time it just, it's a snowball effect, right? It's just what you do today will impact your future 20 years from now. Um, and so that really, I, I kind of had to explore it for my own. I had to come to my own recognition that that was the path that I wanted to follow. You know, uh, uh, thank you for sharing that. It reminds me of myself when you share that uh, because, uh, you know, my parents were rags and riches and, uh, you know, my father was a doctor. So by, when, by the time I grew up, uh, I mean, they struggled, but by the time I grew up as a kid, we always had money. We had like three Mercedes. My, now, my dad never had uh, freedom, time freedom, but he had money. And, but they worked really hard. And I used to grow up as a kid, like, what's this, you know, who cares about the money? You know, who cares about it? I just want to be like everyone else like that. And then it wasn't until I started working uh, working for corporate America, just like you, it's like, oh, you're working on this and you don't actually make much money? Okay, this actually pretty sucks. I actually want what my parents had, and that actually got yeah. me into network marketing, very similar to you. Because that's exactly. all you know about, right? If that's the Yeah, that's the only world that you know growing up. And so you just compare everything. It's like the grass is greener on the other side, but then you go explore the grass on the other side, and you're like, well, that's not at all what I want, right? So Right, driving and being in an office all day, yeah. You'd rather be like your mom be on the phone all day than having to do all that commute and stay there and have to be there, right? Exactly, exactly. So how did your first couple of weeks go? Well, once you decided to go start, get started, what was it like? The first couple of weeks? Yeah, oh, once you decided disaster. to network market. Disasters, I mean, um, uh, first couple of weeks, gosh. Uh, I think I made about every mistake that you could make in, in network marketing. Um, I had to learn very quickly that the, the most important thing for me was to do the actions and the activities. And I think, like I mentioned before, when I talked about the 10,000-hour rule, um, so, you know, it was interesting because in those first several months and even up until now I know I'm still learning a lot but I I recognize that in order for me to become an expert I just had to put in the hours I had to put in the time I had to put in the effort um, and so it didn't matter what it looked like because you learn as you go right and it's and it's continuing to do the activities to continue to do the do the wrong things so that you can start to do it right yeah and uh, by, by the way, it's very exciting. Outliers, great book by Malcolm, or Outliers, yeah. you know, as Canadians call it, a great book by Malcolm Gladwell. And I think that's really exciting for you. Like, you're a rising star, and you definitely haven't done your 10,000 hours yet, and you're making it happen. So it's really exciting. Well, right? I, and, and I really do attribute that to, um, I think about the, um, my, my mom kind of helps to accelerate my growth, I, I think. I think I had to, in the beginning, I really just said, all right, if I'm going to do this, then you show me the way. Like, I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to be here. I'm just going to absorb all the information that I can. And it was just everything that she told me to do, I would just do it. I was just willing to do it because I knew that she had had so much experience that I could learn from and grow from. And so um, I really do think that it was because of um, her, her really just paving that path 
Um, so I got to learn from all of the mistakes that took her 20 years to learn. Um, and I got an accelerated course. So, so let's talk about this 10,000 hours. Uh, for those who I should calculate this out, if you really want to be an expert, you got to work 40 hours a week every day in network marketing for five years to be that expert. Okay, there's no really shortcut to success. Uh, if you want to be like Alyssa's mom, and Alyssa's like almost there already, but like, you know, be a super expert, work the business 40 hours. And you said committed and consistent effort, right? It's not like just dabbling in a shuffling business cards. It's prospecting, no. almost building the business 40 hours a week yes. for five years. That's really become a pro. And that's, that's a great book. It talks about being a pro, whether like the Beatles or Bill Gates, how they got to where they are. It's all that 10,000 hours. Yeah. So let's talk about mistakes. What are some mistakes that you made and a lot of distributors are making? Uh, you know, I think probably one of the biggest mistakes, I mean, and I could tell you a lot, I could go on for a long time, but, um, but I think one of the biggest mistakes that I made uh, was that putting so much emphasis on my first interaction with someone. When I was first introducing them to my product or my business opportunity, I, um, I put so much pressure on that one interaction, our first interaction of me introducing them to my product, me introducing them to my business. And so it kind of just came across as, as very like spammy, right? And it was just, I was falling on my face over and over because I didn't, I couldn't realize, recognize that it's not in the first interaction. That um, I remember coming across, it was actually a sales statistic. And I know that in network marketing, we say we're not in sales, but I think we're in sales every single day to every single person in our life, right? So we're in, we, we try to sell, I mean, our, our spouses, our, our children, our family members on everything. So um, it was, I came across this sales statistic that said that 2% of sales occur within the first contact, but 48% of people never even follow up once. And so I read that and it, it was almost like a confirmation to me, like, oh, I just haven't been following up enough. And, um, and then the statistic went on to say that um, 80% of all sales occur between five to 12 contacts, but only 12% of people make three, they make three follow-ups and then they stop. <laughs> and so I thought to myself, well, what could I, I mean, I don't have to be a genius. I don't have to be amazing. I just have to keep following up. Like there is nothing that has to be very special about me. There is nothing that, that I need to come across in one single contact. It's following up with them five times. It's following up with them 12 times. And so um, I, I often, it was an analogy that was given to me that, um, that to imagine yourself being invited to some kind of party, right? So you're invited to this party and this person is really excited that you come, but there's no pressure that you come, right? It was just kind of like, it's going to be amazing whether or not you come to this party. Like, it's going to be incredible. And they believe that, that, that it's absolutely going to be a success, whether or not you show up to that party or not. And then you take another friend who, um, who invites you to a different party, but that person demands that you come. They act like they act like their party is going to be a gigantic failure. It and reminds you, you know, that they came to your last party, so you have to show up to their party, right? And they're whiny, they're manipulative, and just a really huge drag. And so they know that they can have an amazing party, an amazing event, but it can only happen if you show up. And so and so then the question was asked, which party would you rather show up to? Would you rather show up to the party that whether or not you come, it's going to be a success. It's going to be incredible. 
And so, or, or would you rather show it to the party where you feel like you were guilted into basically showing up, right? And so I think of that in terms of, of our business and network marketing, that it's uh, my job is to, uh, to invite people, but I know that whether or not they show up, it's going to be amazing. Whether or not they show up, it's their choice. And, and that my job is to continue to show them like following up with them, being like, hey, it's still a party whether or not you show up, but you can come show up if you want. Um, and so I feel like that transition really made a huge impact in, in the success of my business was going back from that mistake of putting so much pressure, so much emphasis on one invitation rather than over the course of time continuing to show them what is possible. I love it. Hey, that's the result of uh, 10,000 hours. I, I love all the party. That's the first time I've heard that. I've talked to hundreds of leaders that's really really good who did your mom teach you that well you came up no that? that was actually uh in a book it was um jen shinshiro's book you are a badass at making money it's really good yeah it's, it's so book. true because if you're if you have the confidence of whether people show up or not you can have a great party that's the party people want to go to right exactly. you don't want to be needy really good hey and you know i was laughing uh smiling when you said the follow-up because it is actually so easy Right. It's not that people make this thing so hard and you, yeah. you hit it right on the nail that most people put too much emphasis on the first interaction while most people will never join or never join. Only you said 2% would join or buy anything yeah. on the first interaction. And that's like in anything yeah. in the world, right? But, exactly. but all you have to do is just show up and keep following up and following up, following up. And eventually people, you have to catch people at the right time. It's really simple. It's so simple. And when you just, when I, when I switched my mentality to that, then all of a sudden I was just looking for the next way I could interact with them rather than saying, oh my gosh, I have to say this perfectly. I have to phrase this perfectly. But instead it was focused more on when's the next time I can follow up with this person? What is the next opportunity that I'm going to create so that I can continue following up with this person? Yes, that's true. That's gold right there. Because I think most people who are watching, listening to this, think, oh, what's the magical word to say? What should I say? It's not what to say. It's looking like Alyssa said, look for an opportunity or an excuse to follow up with them. Right? Yeah. Obviously, if the person says no, you just can't out of blue just keep following up, following up, like five straight days. But if you can follow them once a month, once every 90 days, six months, but find a reason why, opportunity to follow up, and then people eventually will say, oh, I am interested. Really good nuggets, okay? Really good stuff. You're listening to this. Hit that rewind button. Listen to that again. Great nuggets from Melissa. Now, here's my favorite question. Uh, in your three years, what is your worst moment in network marketing? To the point that, oh, you, have, you start having, you may even have doubts of whether you should do this or not. The worst moment. I remember... Uh, what, well, I actually think back to what you said as, as far as having doubts whether I should do this or not. Um, and I remember it was in those, um, first six months, gosh, I would even say it probably happened even two years ago too. Um, uh, I remember getting so excited about an event that was happening in my local area and I had invited so many people, right? I had followed up with so many people, uh, and then nobody showed up. I remember that. Like I remember, and then I remember, uh, I remember specifically calling my mom and I was like, I don't think I'm cut out for this. Like I can't even, and it was, it was raining, right? It was a rainy day. It was in the middle of summer. Like it was like spring break or something. I didn't even recognize. I don't have kids. So it was like in the middle of spring break, it was rainy day and no one showed up to this event that I had been promoting. And, um, and that, 
Uh, and so I considered not, not continuing, not going, not going forward. But again, I mean, I just feel like that I just was determined. I was determined that whether or not anyone shows up today, I know that I'm learning a lesson that will benefit me in the future. I know that I'm putting in my hours. I know that I'm going to be able to share this story with someone down the road and this story with someone down in the, in the future that's going to make an impact for them, right? And so it's all just part of the journey. But yeah, it was, that was probably, that was really, that was hard. And it's, mm -hmm. and you're going to fall on your face a lot. I think, um, uh, getting over my fear of failing really had to, that was a really big moment for me. What did your mom say to you after when no one showed up at that event? She said, I remember exactly what she said. She said, I am so glad you are experiencing this right now. <laughs> she did. She, that was like her first response. She said, I am so glad that that happened to you right now. Because she said, remember that feeling remember how it feels remember the feeling that you want to quit and then when someone else comes up to you one year from now two years from now five years from now remember that feeling and give yourself advice that you would have given yourself right now so she said you're going to be able to pass this moment on to someone else and they're going to be able to learn from you so write down what it is that you learned from this moment and then, and then make sure that you're able to pass it on to someone. And it was just so funny. I remember that. I was devastated. And she just said, I'm so glad you're experiencing this right now. Mm. And there you are. You wrote it down. You learned. And now you're sharing it for yeah. millions. Yeah. That's very cool. Uh, how did you get over the fear of failing? You said you had a, f a fear of failing. Yes. So, um, and this actually came from uh, Tony Robbins. Um, so Tony Robbins talks about the most important thing that you can do is change your level of certainty in yourself. And so um, to get over my fear of failing, um, I have made, uh, made changing my certainty in myself a non-negotiable every single day, which means personal development. Uh, non-negotiable every single day because I know if I change the level of certainty in myself then I will change the amount of action that I take and the action looks different too when someone is certain about themselves they're certain about themselves succeeding the action looks different to other people so if you're more certain about it yourself you'll take more action when you take more action you have an increase in results when you have an increase in results you then increase your overall potential like that untapped potential in yourself which then starts the cycle all over again and so I know what I can control every single day is the amount of certainty that I have in myself that I will succeed and not only that I will succeed but that that there will be stumbles along the way but it's almost just that feeling like it doesn't matter what anyone else tells me I know I'm going to be successful so if I can change the amount of certainty in myself then everything else will shift. Hey, ML Nation, that is your weight and gold right there. That alone is worth this entire show. Really good stuff. Yeah, it's all about your certainty and your belief in yourself. You got that going. Like you said, it takes it determines your actions. Your actions determine your results and then your potential. And it's that cycle. It's definitely the vicious cycle. That cycle actually helps you grow more and more and more and more. So really good. Thank you for sharing that. Hey, ML Nation, quick reminder, important reminder. All the trainings and online strategies are great, but they're useless if you lack consistency. 
If you need help in taking consistent action, go to our website, mlmation.com, for free resources that will help you defeat overwhelm, take action, and create consistency so that you can get the results that you deserve. Just go to mlnation.com. Um, hey, some quick questions to pick your brain if you go yeah. towards the end of the show. These can be short uh, answers, okay? So awesome. number one is, what is your uh, favorite success quote that motivates you? Uh, it's actually by Eleanor Roosevelt. She says to do one thing every day that scares you. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Uh, learning to be comfortable with failure. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? That 10,000 hour rule that I talked about. Good. 10,000 hours, whether or not, whatever it looks like, it's 10,000 hours. Any way you slice it. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say you have a qualified prospect. Do you send them an online video? Do you add them to Facebook. a Facebook group? Facebook group. Facebook group. Hey, speaking of uh, Facebook, I know you uh, do a lot on social media. You actually spoke mm-hmm. on uh, social media for your company. What are some social media tips you can uh, share with ML Nation? Uh, so social media tips that um, one of the, my favorites actually is that um, anywhere on social media that your your own personal profile, your own personal wall, feed, whatever it is, it's like your living room. Um, and so your living room, so you're inviting someone into your house and you're inviting them into your living room. And so they see all of these pictures all over the wall of your family members. They see the things that you're passionate about. Um, they see, they get to know you a little bit better. Right. And so, um, so the most important thing is to make a, a presentation of your living room to other people. Uh, and that includes things that will uplift them, right? Th- things that will help them to get to know you a little bit better. Um, but that is not where you're going to post all of your products at like an every square inch of the wall, right? <laughs> It is, it is who you are, it is what you represent, but it is not everything about you. So rather than, than focusing on um, pushing your product, pushing the opportunity, rather let people know what it is that drove you to that opportunity. What is it that drove you to those products that you might have so that people can resonate with, with who you are and, and so that then they say, well, if she is like this, that's how I am. So what is it that she does in order to achieve that? Awesome. Good stuff there. Uh, like, I like the analogy of the living room. You wouldn't want to put a product everywhere, every corner of your living room. Right? Yeah. So don't do that in the newsfeed. Yeah. Um, speaking of online, do you have a specific online resource like a Dropbox, Evernote, or something uh, you use or favorite app that you could recommend? I do love Evernote. Yeah. Evernote, there it is. And ML Nation, you want to check out Evernote, you can go to mlnation.com forward slash Evernote. To, yeah. um, they have a free version that you can definitely use and you can get a lot out of it. Hey, what's one book uh, you could recommend to ML Nation? Can I say two? Sure. <laughs> or three. Um, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, and actually, a uh, quick little story about that is um, the, his six steps to, uh, to creating your own desire and translating into manifesting riches. So he has six steps in that book. I actually wrote down those six steps. I read it to myself. I followed all of those things and I took action in order to make that happen. And I achieved it on the very day that I had written down. So it, that was a pretty cool book. So, And then the other one is You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Shinshiro. Love that book. Awesome. Yes. Think and Grow Rich. Uh, I think the, the most number one recommended book by entrepreneurs. 
Yeah. Really good stuff. Um, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Yes. So imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So didn't know your mom, didn't know your husband. You were like an alien that went to another universe. But you had all your current sk knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Um, so first thing I would do is write down what I want to achieve in the next six months um, because I feel I think that there is incredible power in you writing down goals that you have. Um, so writing down a goal that I have in six months and then I would break that down exactly what that looks like. The number of enrollments that looks like um, the number of people that that means that then I have to talk to. Um, and then I would I would use social media. I mean, um, I, I love social media for network marketing. I mean, the day and age that we live, that we have the technology that we have today, um, the access that we have to so many people all online. I mean, I think I, I read a statistic that said that there's like a one in 400 trillion chance that you were born right now with the technology that we have, with the, the kind of um, access that we have. Uh, and so using technology, using social media, picking a platform, um, and then and really just going to work prospecting people. Awesome. Hey, as we wrap up, uh, any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners and viewers can connect with you, Alyssa? Yeah, they can find me on Facebook and Instagram. But um, but thank you, Simon. I appreciate everything that you do for uh, the the network marketing profession. Um, the the kind of tips and advice, and I love um, that that there's just this energy around really helping other people be successful, no matter what company, no matter what it is. People just want to share what has helped them to be successful, and so I I appreciate you having that platform for people. Hey, uh, and what's the best way people can connect with you? Facebook or Instagram. Got it. There you, you go. Find me on Facebook, Alyssa Favreau, and Instagram, Alyssa Favreau. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Alyssa Favreau. Alyssa's A-L-Y-S-S-A. -S -S and so keep up the momentum. Go to MLNation.com and type in Alyssa at the search bar, and the show notes will pop right up. Hey, in order to be successful in life and business and network marketing, you must help others. So, Alyssa, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again. Alyssa, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. Hey, ML Nation. Thanks to our guest for a great show today. And now it's your turn. Now, before we go to the recap, remember, unless you take consistent action on what you just learned, it's useless, and you've basically wasted your time and our time. You need to take action. And if you feel overwhelmed or struggle with consistency, head over to our website, mlnation.com, and we have free resources that will help you defeat overwhelm, take action, and create consistency. Just head over to mlnation.com. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan, recap and review of a great show. Very, very impressed. Only uh, 27 years old. Alyssa Favreau. Obviously, she comes from good pedigree. Her mom is Denny Robinson, who's been on uh, Nation episode 192. You can definitely check it out. She's been over 20 years of experience. But also, I thought it was interesting, because I, like I shared on the show, that 
you know, Alyssa, all she knew was her parents were entrepreneurs. So she wanted to get something, a taste of what everyone else is doing, right? Because she kind of missed out on that corporate America, having that job thing. Uh, but once she did that, very quickly she realized that was not it. How lucky she was that her parents were entrepreneurs and had, like, the freedom to stay at home. Even though they're working, but you get be. I, I don't think you, you, you actually... I don't think you ever get time, quote unquote, freedom nowadays, but you have flexibility to do, right? You, we all work. That's the truth. We all work, but we work when we want to work and not having to, I have to be at a cubicle. I have to get on the freeways and be in traffic every single day, having that flexibility. And that's what this uh, profession is all, uh, really all about. Hey, Outliers, that's a great book, Malcolm Gladwell, uh, 10,000 know, 10, hours. If you want to be a superstar, you want to be the top earners on stage, Go put in your 10,000 hours, all right? 10,000 hours of committed, consistent work that gets you there. Great book by Malcolm Gladwell. There talks to everything from whether you're a, you want to be a professional golfer to pianist to a business entrepreneur. Uh, you need that 10,000 hours. Now, a lot of the mistakes, uh, I love it how Alyssa shared. The big mistake is putting emphasis on the first interaction. Most of you, you're just struggling you're emotionally attached. You're putting too much emphasis on the first interaction. Most people are not going to join. 98%. Hello? 98% are not going to do anything by nor join the first contact. But they will. 80% will in the 5th to 12th contact. So you got to be following up, following up. And most of you, instead of thinking about what to say, look for opportunities to interact with the person. Okay, interact. I'll give you an example. Uh, Alyssa, just great. Amazing show. That gives me opportunity to interact with her mom. I'm going to reach out to her mom, just tell her, hey, how awesome her daughter is. I was really, really I had such a fun time doing the show. That's an, that's an example of following up, right? Look for opportunities to follow up with people. Uh, Alyssa created awesome example about what type of party, right? You're like the party promoter. You run a party, you invite someone. If they don't show up, you still know that party is going to be awesome. Or you could be the other party person who um, runs a party and you don't show up. They're going to do everything to guilt you to go. Right? Now, if you which party would you like to go? Someone that's confident that's going to be an awesome party or someone has to guilt people to going to their party? Which one would be a better party? That's really what network marketing is about. Um, Alyssa shared about her first speaking party, her first event when no one showed up. And her mom was like, hey, her mom's reaction was glad that she experienced this because she knows that, quote, unquote, failure is how we learn. And told her the lesson was write down the lessons you learned and plan to pass that down. And that is what the legacy is about. That is what really personal growth. Personal growth is not reading the books, even listening to ML Nation. It's personal growth is taking something and applying it. Writing down and then apply it to your life and then pass it down. Right? Create that legacy. One of the best tips she shared was from Tony Robbins. Change the level of certainty in yourself. ML Nation, are you certain of your success? How certain are you that you're going to get up tomorrow and be productive? How certain are you you're going to defeat overwhelm? How certain are you? That certainty is what defines you. Okay, Certainty is what, because that certainty determines your actions, determines your results, and determines your potential. And know that you can control the amount of certainty. You can control that. So once you control that, it doesn't matter what other people say. Two other things. Social media. Uh, know that social media, like your news feed, is like your living room, right? So it's a place where people get to know you. So make sure you don't make it like a commercial, uh, like you wouldn't put your product and business everywhere in your living room, every corner, right? You wouldn't do that, so don't do that in your living room. That's a, that's a place where people get to know you, and then you can share why you do what you do to create that curiosity. 
Last thing, million dollar question, a first step that Alyssa talked about. You have to write down what you want to achieve. Most people just, oh, I want to make a lot of money, but be specific. Notice you said, hey, she she had a, she would have a go, how many enrollments she wants, and then the number of people she needs to talk to to be there. you got to be specific. So great show from Alyssa Favreau. Um, go to mlnation.com. Just connect with her, Alyssa's. A-L-Y-S-S-A Pharrell, really good stuff. Check her out on social media as well. Thank you for listening to Nation. If you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It means a lot to the entire network marketing community. And now it's over to you. Take what you learned and go take action. Okay? Action is what defeats overwhelm, increases your self-esteem, and helps your certainty in yourself. Thank you for listening. And remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession. 